When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, we're presented by Progressive Insurance here on ESPN Radio. We're on ESPN 2 till 8 a.m. Eastern. ESPNU through 10 a.m. Eastern. We're on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can download the podcast. You can listen on the app. Click more on the lower right-hand corner of the app. Scroll down to live radio. Bam, we are right there. Boom. Bam. Bam. Out of bayou. Out of the bayou. What? Bam. Guys, this might shock you, okay? Yep. Aaron Rodgers appeared on the Pat McAfee show. Nice. Now the media is triggered. So here's our weekly uh, check-in with Aaron Rodgers himself. Here he is on his decision to play football and how it's weighing on him. I wouldn't say weight heavy. I don't think that's the right uh, description of it. I would say when you've played as long as I have and you like to recap each week, you know, the things that happened and you enjoy journaling and different things, I think it's important to look at the tone of those things and, and where your mind is, you know, when you get away from it, you know, because that's you have to get away from the emotion of it. And that's why I always think I can't make a decision until after the Super Bowl at the earliest because there's still football going on. All right. I mean... He has to realize at a certain point that every time he makes a statement in the media, that will occupy part of the news cycle, right? <laughs> have you, Max, have you seen, did you hear what um, Chris Canty and, and Carlin, who have a great show on our network, did you hear what game that they were playing the other day? No. They would take a, a piece of Aaron Rodgers' statements and they would ask you, they would then recite the piece and ask you, who do you think said this, Aaron Rodgers or Mahatma Gandhi? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they, Good one. they literally had like four or five people like, oh, that's Maga- that, that's, that's Gandhi. Gandhi. Yeah. And he was like, no, that's Aaron Rodgers. Like the, the similarities of the stuff, the poetic stuff that he says, man. I just – journaling, I don't – what do you want me to say to that? I, Key, take it away. I, no, I don't he, know. He is, he is right. When the season is over, as I said to you guys, when the season was over, and he said what he said the last time or two times or three times or four times ago that he was on – the Pat McAfee show, when he talked about getting away from football to relax and just chill and go through the whole breathe. season and yeah. process and breathing, and he's right about that. You want to, you know, you don't have to make a decision today, but I don't want to. I don't want you to sit around and go all the way up to the end in the decision making process and in, in, in string these things out. And, and have people wondering for the next month and a half. You, you're you supposed to take time away to just relax. Like, I'm not really thinking about it right now. Even though I kind of know what I want to do, I'm still processing how did we lose, why did we lose, what do we need to do if I decide to go back to them. Even though I don't want to go back, I just got to figure out how to say I don't want to go back. In my mind, I know I don't want to go back. I just need to see how they're going to react so I could form my press conference or my statement or all those sort of things. 
Because in my mind, unlike a year ago, he knows that they really don't want him back because he's already ticked them off and they're tired of him. He's tired of them, but he's just trying to figure out how to deliver the message. But see, this is the challenge when, you know, I watch Bob Myers, who's the GM for the Golden State Warriors, who Mm -hmm. has not had a contract extension. Yeah. Well, he has a podcast now. So he's finding things to talk about, but inevitably he kind of talks about the extension and where he is and maybe how he's confused about it. And what happens for guys like that or Aaron Rodgers is when you you don't have a definitive answer about what you're going to do, it kind of keeps putting you, not maliciously, but you kind of keep stepping in it because there's really nothing for you to explain because you don't know what the answer is. So it kind of ends up feeling like you just you're keep you're still talking, but you don't know what the answer is. So it's like the entertainment value of what comes along with media would like, now. Would you, would you like to hear more from the Mahatma? Yes. Here he is evaluating last season. It ain't about me. It's about the Chiefs and the Eagles still playing and, and the great season that they've had. But I think you got to be cognizant of what was going through your mind during the season. Did you enjoy the grind as much? Did you enjoy practice? Did you enjoy the meeting time? Did you enjoy the routine? And not forget about those feelings and make an emotional response either way. Uh, I think that's important. So it's not something that's on my mind uh, 24-7. It's not on my mind that much at all, to be honest with you. It's just settling into uh, uh, this part of the end of January and February and contemplating, you know, my life and, you know, for the next few months and then trying to see if football fits into that. Kind of, mm-hmm. kind of going along with what you just said, uh, yeah. Jay. It, it, yeah, it's, it's exactly what we said. It's no question that you're going to evaluate Jay, the end of the year, and, and all those sort of things. I remember when I decided, I mean, I could have played another five years, but at the end of the day, I took the time and I, I said to myself, let me see, the season's over. Yep. I just finished, you know, I won't know what it was, 70 catches, whatever. I played with four different quarterbacks at the end. Do I really want to go back to Carolina? Do I want to join ESPN? Let me see. Okay, I'll wait. No decision to be made. But see, I'll wait what a little bit okay, more. You're such a polarizing personality, and it's the same with Aaron Rodgers. Like back in the day, not no, for who I'm you. Polarizing now. Yeah, but I'm, Look I'm at just Twitter. saying. But like, it's so it's almost <laughs> max. Whenever whenever guys speak like that, it just people become triggered, and then they find something where to me, like, there's really nothing even there to dissect. Of what Aaron Rodgers, especially is with social media, we want now, exactly. now, 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 now. Give us the answer right but now. I can't give you an answer right now because I really, even though I know, I don't know how to give you that answer. I don't know how to couch the answer that I want to give you because so, he doesn't know what he's going to do. But no, the, I do know what I want to do. Here's well, it also, I don't want to be in Green Bay, but I don't know how to tell you. I don't want to be in guys. Green Bay. Also, it was until now exclusively his decision because of the level of play. But he's coming off a down year. The last time he came off a down year, they drafted a quarterback. Listen to Aaron Rodgers talk about his conversation with the Packers. It sounds like there's already conversations going on that aren't involving me, which are interesting. Honestly, I've been insulated to a lot of that. Like I said, I was in, in Nashville, and, and then I'll be up here you know, this week playing in the tournament. So I'm not a part of those conversations right now. When I make up my mind one way or another, then you guys and Packers, not in that order, and everybody else will uh, will know at some point. Where did, where, where but, did he but, say but, he was again, Max? In Nashville. But he's in Nashville, but he's going to Tahoe to play golf in the tournament. You know, the, the, oh, the uh, But here's the my question, guys. Yeah, yeah. Here's my question. He's talking about not being present for the conversations, etc. Yes. But I also hear in that that 
until I mean, I, I was at the time commenting when he was going through it all the first time. What does he want to do? Man, Aaron Rodgers is 100 percent right. You have to include him in decision making. He's the best player in the game, blah, 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 blah. But at this moment, it doesn't feel that way. And so I wonder how many conversations are going on without him because the Packers are internally having conversations about him as opposed to just genuflecting before him and saying, please, Aaron Rodgers, stay here. No, but that's because they – I just said, Max, that's because they've already made their decision in their minds that we we can't deal with this anymore. Mm -hmm. So let's try to figure this out without him. And then if he decides that he wants to be here and deal with us, then we'll adjust at that point in time. But for us, our plan is to start Jordan Love and trade him with a trade partner for the right compensation, and no. we're gonna we're gonna operate accordingly and not let him hold us up. But we know we don't really we want him. We really don't though. We're hoping he just says, "I want out." He's at the Brett Favre to the Jets stage. Yeah. So yeah. If, if you if you do trade okay. him, if you do trade him, do you give him a seat at the table? about who that trade partner is potentially? You have to. You, you Do you have to? No, no you yeah. don't. Because I don't you, think you have you to. You don't have to, you but you, you don't have to. you to, right? But because no you, team's going to give him all that draft compensation for an unhappy quarterback. Well, yeah, yeah, that's true, but you're not going to give him to a team. First of all, there's only a handful of teams he can go to. Right. And only a handful of teams got certain compensation. So, first of all, him and his agent – You'll tell them that. that you, they already know. They already, yeah, know. They already know. I mean, you, San Francisco never works because the money, the draft picks, that'll never work. So there's only a handful of teams that you can look at and say, Who, well, we could trade Jets, you to Carolina. Miami. You want to go to Carolina Panthers? But then Carolina's like, well, we don't want you. The New York Jets will say, okay, we got this, 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 and this, and this, and we're going to give you some money, and we're going to do this and this. Do you want to go there? I don't want to go there. I want to go to the New England Patriots. If Bill Belichick is going to say, no, nah, I'm good. I don't want you. So now you're only left with a couple a teams if you want to play football and you don't want to forfeit $100-plus million. Man, going to the Patriots would be such a gangster move for Rodgers. Yeah, but you <laughs> ain't following. Uh, you're not no, follow. that's what I'm saying. That's yeah, why I'd be gangster. Yeah, but that, then, that by the way, they don't have work. enough on the team offense. No, okay. I'm just saying – I'm just throwing out teams. It, it, you know, the Dolphins. Well, no, we don't want him. I mean, there's only going to be handful. There's only going to be a well. The Dolphins had that. If the Dolphins had the pick that they had to give up for tampering, then I would say the Dolphins make a ton of sense for Aaron Rodgers for both points of view. Right? You get a, you have an offensive mind like Mike McDaniel. You give him Aaron Rodgers. You saw what he could just do with Tua. What could he do with Aaron Rodgers? But you do know, they it's want, interesting. Do they want a twenty-three and tw- a twenty-four? Oh wait, yeah. Do they want a twenty-four and twenty-five pick? Do they want a twenty like? How yeah, and they don't have that much out. draft capital, right? But it is interesting, Max. So at the end of the day, you feel like Aaron Rodgers wants out. He just doesn't want to say he wants out. He wants he wants Yet. the Green Bay Packers. He wants the Green Bay Packers to say to they do don't the want bad him. thing, to yeah. do the bad thing yeah. for him, to release him. So this way, he feels comfortable. Let me move on. But that's why I say he doesn't know how to how say to say it. it. Yeah, he's waiting it. to kind of see how the dominoes are going to fall. Doesn't want to be the bad guy. All players that leave teams at this level, they want to decompress, chill out, and let it unfold naturally. Just the way it is. So I don't blame him, though. I mean, you know, I don't blame him. Got his money. Yeah, you want to be able to. to Speaking of Canty, you mentioned Canty and Carlin earlier, Jay. Chris Canty said this about Rodgers originally. He saw what happened with Brett Favre, how Brett Favre didn't get to call the shots at the very end, and he was saying, no, I'm going to decide my fate with the Packers at the end. 
And maybe he will and maybe he won't. It looked like for a while he will, but now it looks like maybe he won't. Uh, two head coaching vacancies were filled yesterday. Which one is the next to fall? Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn. Jay Will and Max. Sean Payton, Russell Wilson. Can they win the Super Bowl with this quarterback coach combination in Denver? They can, not next year, though. Not next year. What about you, Yes. Jay? Yes, I think they can. I'm not sure this year. I don't think they're that far off, though. Right. No, they're not far off, but it won't be this year. I see it like key. I don't know about this year, but maybe they can do it over the life of their partnership. Sean Payton and Russell Wilson. And that music means Diana Rossini must be in the studio here on Keyshawn J. Will and Max. I like that I got an entrance song now, guys. This is this course, is a this is, thing. This like is really it. about his daughter being born, but Okay, Di, I see you with I see you with the aqua suit. I see you. Yeah, I gotta bring heat. Uh, Max and I were just talking during heat. that during that break how every day of the week just has a different feeling. And I woke up today like, it's Wednesday. I cannot wait to see the crew. I can't wait to get to work. To be able to wake up and be excited about You got a good night's sleep. Wait, wait, Di, I have to ask you this question. What's your favorite day of the week? Sunday. Sunday. Right, the day before work? No, I work Sundays. It's 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 basically what I do for a living. Football uh, Sunday, right? Yeah. So it's like I wake up. I love so doing it. football season. Is football yeah. season. Yeah, football season. Like off season though. Favorite day of the week. Friday. Yeah, not even close. Everyone's right? Everyone's wrong about this. It's unbelievable. I know we've talked about this before. <laughs> yeah, just, just Saturday is so like clearly Tuesday, right? the best day of the week. <laughs> I don't know why anyone would want to argue against Saturday. All right, Diana Rossini, ESPN NFL <laughs> reporter, is with us. Why was Sean Payton interested in Denver? There's a lot of things that that were working out for what he was looking for. Uh, he wanted to play for, uh, excuse me, coach, uh, a team that had really good ownership, right? So he came from New Orleans where, you know, he had a fantastic relationship with the Bensons. And that was definitely an important factor. Control, right? You know Sean Payton's not going anywhere unless his fingerprints are going to be all over everything from the roster um, to just major decisions. I mean, this is a guy who used to get on the in-house Superdome arena crew 
uh, and basically tell him the kind of music he wanted played during warm-ups, um, the kind of smoke he wanted coming out of the tunnel. Like, think about those details. Who cares? Sean Payton cares. Because he always thought that all of the small details amount to the big picture. And so I I think for him being in Denver, a place that wanted a big-time name quarterback. And, guys, take a look at that roster. When you you think about the most established people there, it is Russell Wilson, right? He's the only one there that has a Super Bowl. He's been there before. He's the biggest star. That doesn't necessarily mean that that's the best thing for the organization. So you bring in a guy like Sean Payton who's got to call all the shots, who's got the most power and the most control, and will probably be the face of this Denver Broncos organization. This is, to me, a, a just a fantastic hire for Denver. No no question about it. And, and Diane is extremely right about being the face. We talked about this about 30 minutes ago. Russell Wilson controlled the organization prior to Sean Payton's arrival. Russell Wilson, believe it or not, two hundred plus million dollars is the last. He's on the bottom of the totem pole now, right? He's just a quarterback that can play football, but he will not tell Sean Payton anything. And as I said to everybody before, if allegedly, and I don't know that it be true, that office building died. I mean, that office that he supposedly has in the building, I can almost guarantee you that office is no longer. I can almost guarantee you that's that, a, and you're that's also a good guarantee. Yeah, exactly. In 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 the parking space and all, it, probably not. And like you said, Di, it's a. It, it reminds me of one of my former bosses and head coaches of talk, talking about total control now, mm-hmm. Jay, to the security guard at the gate. Mm-hmm. Like you know what? I don't want him here anymore. I don't like his face. Get I don't him out like of here. the way. <laughs> And this is a true story. I remember when Coach Parcells took over the New York Jets because he wanted full control, total control. And I always tell this story. Harry was a security guard at the gate. Harry had been there forever at the gate, like forever. Bill came in. Harry was gone like the next day. And guess what else? Guess what was there? Cameras and a keypad for players to enter. He said, I don't need a dude sitting in the chair not doing nothing. I want to be able to watch, monitor, and see. Just total control. And that's the way Sean is, down to the music and the smoke. Yep. And there's nothing wrong with that. There, there isn't. And you think about the decision-making behind the scenes. Let's just talk about offensive plays. I'm sure – do you remember Nathaniel Hackett said, whatever Russ wants yep. is what we're going to do? Not going to happen. Not going to happen. Guess what's going to happen there? What Sean Payton wants is what Russ is going to do now. Uh, so I, I think that right there should get Broncos fans excited because you just take a look at the body of work – that Peyton has put together with quarterbacks. I mean, he he's one of the original quarterback gurus. You know, we talk all about these young guys coming up, the Kyle Shanahan's and the Sean McVay's, Mike McDaniel, and they, they are all fantastic in their own right. Di, how do you – They're you, not Sean Payton. Yeah, Sean Payton, guys. I mean, they drafted Phillip Rivers while Drew Brees was on the yeah. team in San Diego, mm-hmm. and then Sean Payton got his hands on, on Drew Brees. Diana, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I've heard Teddy Bruschi say this now. Last night on the 6 p.m. Sports Center, I've heard Key reiterate it with multiple stories. The celebrity status of Russell Wilson and Sean Payton come from the Bill Parcells tree, not rocking with celebrity quarterbacks. How does that relationship work? How do you, like, what do you think of the first couple of steps for that relationship to find its counterbalance? Yeah, I don't have any concerns about Russell Wilson um, overstating his 
worth or or celebrity or any of those reputation things that he's been known for over the last few seasons. I sometimes Russell Wilson has rubbed people the wrong way. I don't think any of that is going to be an issue with Sean Payton because he's going to make it very clear who, who's the guy in charge. Why are you laughing, Guy? Because she's right. He's going to uh, sit him down, he, yeah. and he's going to say to him, do you want to be great again? Do you want to be great? So here's the list of things that you need to do. Here's the list. He's going to give him a list of all the different things, and on that list is going to be like I told you. There will be no flying to Sierra's concerts I understand it's your wife and everything, but we're not going to do that during the season. He will this shut is, that all down. I've seen him do it I'm, over the years in New Orleans. It doesn't matter who you, you are. I'm telling it you. It does not matter who you are. Sean Payton does not care. And, yes, that is the very Bill Parcells way. Um, but I also believe that this is going to be an opportunity where I I believe Payton is going to get the best out of Russell Wilson mm-hmm. this year. The, when we were talking about this trade to Denver last year, and we were all painting a picture of all the things that Russell has done, he was, I mean, look, what, one play away from really winning a, a second Super Bowl ring? He was right there. And and I get years have gone by since then, but I don't think that there is a better coach out there right now that can get the best from Russell. And and, and I, I have no concerns about the personalities or, or just the maybe lack of self-awareness, whatever those, you know, you hear the grumblings about, uh, about Russell Wilson. I think all of that is put to bed when, when somebody like Sean Payton comes in and says, you want to be great? I'm here. Let's do it. Before you get out of here, Diana, what do you see happening with Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> Max, I look at it. <laughs> I've, Jay, I'm doing what, what, what I think you love. I'm going to a space of relationships. Yep. I, I think this is... <laughs> I think this is like a marriage that's been going on for a long time and you're sitting there and you're like, I'm not sure I really want to do this anymore, but I don't know. Maybe it's easier we stay. Maybe maybe Mm -hmm. it is. So I think there's going to, you know, guys, we were doing this last year, right? He wanted $50 million, a $50 million contract. He denied it, of course, but we were right. That's what he was looking to get. And he got it. And he's still under contract there. Um, And I I just think this is all mind games. and, 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 you know, this is not me reporting, but if you were to really truly put my feet to the fire, I think he stays in Green Bay. But see, it's like that divorce where it's like you're waiting for that significant other to be like, oh, no, I'm going to wait this out. You have to say you want out. You have to say you want out. It's not going to be me checking out. Yeah. You have to say you want out. See, I I don't think, Don, he stays in Green Bay. I I honestly think he becomes a New York Jet. Are the Jets paying you? No, I'm just looking at— you trying to send him to the Jets? Uh, Yates? Give me, a percentage, give me a percentage on when I say something. <laughs> give me a percentage. It's about 99.8. I'm just telling <laughs> you. For sure. I'm just telling you. I'm not I'm not die. I don't report. I don't call the front office. I don't have inside sources at places. Just got a gut feeling. I just got a gut feeling and I see it. It just makes sense. Diana Rossini, ladies sense. and gentlemen, ESPN NFL reporter. You can see her across all kinds of ESPN platforms, Brooklyn, including Dumbo, yeah. the beer. This oh, just in. Yes. The, the incense. Yes. Yeah, and, under, and Jay, just so you know, I'm not the type that waits for the other person to break it. I just pull that band-aid right off. I go rip ahead, it. Die. I rip go it. Go ahead, die. <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. Joined now by Chris Canty, former Giants defensive end, Super Bowl champion, co-host of Canty and Carlin, 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern. You better ESPN believe it. Radio. Yeah. Yeah. Plug, Max. Appreciate that. Yeah, Fellas, that's, what's up? That's such a great show. CeCe, real quick, that game you and, you and Carlin were playing the other day about uh, is this Aaron Rodgers and Mahatma Gandhi? I lost it, man. It, it wasn't Gandhi. It was the Dalai Lama. It was the Dalai Lama. I appreciate it, though, Jay. <laughs> I thought maybe it wasn't Gandhi when he said it. No, it wasn't Gandhi. All right, Dalai Lama. Dalai Lama. Hey, that game is harder than you think, though. I said it. What? Hey, Keith, that game, that, game, that game is harder than you think, though. That's, that's what, what I said. Gandhi, See? I'm like, I'll be able yeah. to tell the difference. Dalai Lama, nah, I don't know. That's I don't not easy, Here I am trying to give your show a plug, and you don't kill me because I got a name wrong. At least I had the intention right. I appreciate you listening you know, to the show, but how you going to mess it up, though? The I, delivery, the punchline is what matters, man. You're right. You're exactly. right. That's on me. I'll be better next time. Exactly. Own it. Players, I'll be better players next time. mess up. You're it's right. cool. Players mess okay, up. Okay, Sean Payton, I it's got cool. you. Let's get back in the gym. You can do that same game with me and Einstein, by the way, Jay. Have I ever told you that? Jeez. Listen, before we <laughs> said get no one Payton ever, Max. And the Broncos. I said no one ever. That is a, that clearly uh, demonstrably false that said no one ever. All right. You uh, are a Lakers fan. Yeah. What do you think about what we're seeing from LeBron? And, and you know, beyond all the historical stuff, Chris, there are some teams you could say off the bat, that team has no shot. Forget it in no universe. Yeah. Then there are other teams like, and eh, they ain't going to do it. But you can't say rule them out because they have certain guys on the team, like if you have KD and Kyrie, for example, or LeBron and AD. Yeah. Where are you with the Lakers and what they should do at the trade deadline? Well, I mean, listen, I, I would want them to be aggressive, but that's not going to happen. They're not going to mortgage their future. They're not going to get rid of that 2027 first rounder or that 2029 first rounder in order to get LeBron some serious help. What? Now, they wouldn't have, listen, they wouldn't have had to if LeBron would have just went with DeMar DeRozan rather than pushing for Russell Westbrook, but that's neither here nor there. What I will say is that's there. Br- uh, CC, I'm, I'm going to push Br- back Br- on that a little Br- bit. I'm Br- not, Br- not, not fully sure. Level right now. I'm not fully sure LeBron is the one that pushed really hard for Russell Westbrook all the way. I'm just going to push back a little bit on that. Just some insight from people I talk to. Just, well, just saying. Is it insight or is it spin? Uh, because no, Magic Johnson, Magic Johnson thought it was a done deal. 
Okay. Ma- Magic said it was a done deal. I'm Listen, Jay, I know you're more source, more plugged in the NBA okay. than I am, but when Magic says he thought it was a done deal, I hear you. you know Russell Westbrook ends up being a Laker. You're trying to figure out why the, is now, that the case. Now, just to, just think, CC, spin exists on both sides now. That's fair. That's spin exists fair. on both sides That's now. That's fair. That's just saying. Fair. That's I tend to lean more toward Canty on the spin stuff. I hear you. Okay. Because there's a lot of little underlying things when it comes to DeMar DeRozan and people involved with DeMar that used to be involved with the – Understood. You know, you know where I'm going. Uh, I know where you're going. Yeah, Key. key yeah, Key. Yeah, I know. Hey, Key. <laughs> hey, Key, that's not for public consumption. No, it's not. I don't even know what you're about to say, but I know that that's not supposed to be out there for the masses. But, see, 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 I, I, I look at the Lakers situation and I think about this. I, I think there is one dude out there that is in Detroit that would be a perfect fit for the Lakers organization. And who would that be? Bodanovich. Mm-hmm. And I, oh, yeah, I, if, if I were if I were the Lakers, I would be like, you know what? As much as I like Patrick Beverly, as much as I like Lonnie Walker, if I were to give up Pat Bev, maybe Lonnie Walker, maybe that 2027 first round pick for a guy like Bogdanovich that can space the floor. Yeah, Bogey can shoot. That, 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 yeah. That's a look that I think is a look that you can maybe not give up that much, but maybe see with Detroit because, I don't know, Detroit's an interesting position because they're young, they want to build – Bogdanovich is that piece that can fit with the Lakers very well. No, I, I would like that fit, and everybody knows that if you're going to have a team led by LeBron James, you got to yeah. have shooters, shooters around him, and the Lakers don't have enough shooting, so that's a big problem. The other big problem is Anthony Davis can't stay healthy. Now, I get it. It's Brooklyn on a Monday night. He fell about ten times last it, night. It, it's Brooklyn on a Monday night, so you don't want to play there, but he showed up at the Garden yesterday. LeBron showed up at the Garden in a major way. It's interesting how LeBron wasn't as worried about that game against the Knicks going into overtime versus the game against the Celtics going into overtime, but I digress. I thought it was over when he hit that dagger at the end of the fourth quarter, but LeBron James going for a triple-double and finding a way to close it out on the road. uh, Listen, the guy guy is dragging this team, kicking and screaming, trying to get to a play-in spot, but the fact that he's got to do all of this just to get into a play-in this spot? This is why it's such a good question to how about how poorly the, constructed this team. But that's outside, why it's a good question about the trade deadline because you're right you know, about all that, and yet do you want to waste this from LeBron at his age? You know, like Well, he made the choice, Max. He's I, the I one get that it, but even as a fan, for, do you but, but, want to waste God, it? But hold on. I think it's all about – it's very important with the way we phrase this because we keep talking about the, the play-in game. Yo, they're, they're only three and a half games, games back out, from yeah, like yeah. third fourth. or fourth yeah, place. Yeah, so yeah. like it's it's not that far. That's why LeBron no, blacks out when he doesn't get that call because he yo know, every game matters but it here. Is so shift in six seven. That's games. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so he like, should have blacked out on that. All, one. all that I'm saying ridiculous. is Thomas Bryant has been one of the bright spots of this team mm-hmm. this year with the way he's played. Rui Hachimura was knocking down threes last night. You talk about his wing a nice D. pickup. Like, okay, like th- th- it, it ain't that far off now. No, it's not. It ain't that far off. And the West is not as strong as people want them to be. It's just not as a whole. I, that's all. I'm just I'm, as we I, I watch this, guys. I, listen, I'm the most optimistic Lakers fan, <laughs> but we 52 games into the season. Water usually finds its level around then. LeBron James, sure, he could make a push post All Star break because that's when the players in the NBA start taking the regular season serious anyway. But do we really think that this Lakers team has what it takes to be a top six squad as constituted? I don't. That's why the trade deadline issue is so interesting. Yeah, but you, if right, you it look comes at down that, to shooting. But, yeah, but can you get just but here's enough. The thing, and I know we got to get into the champagne, but here's the thing. Are we really mortgaging the future for a team that can be a playoff team but not a championship contender? Maybe not. Yeah. That's why. That, that's the point. Like, like, it's like, all right, is it like, okay, we're selling off our future for what? So LeBron James can be in the playoffs? And you're talking about a second-round exit at best? Nah, man, come on, stop it. 
I mean, I he usually <laughs> don't get knocked out of the playoffs when he gets into the playoffs. Man, he usually okay, doesn't. There, there, there's some moves, man. That, that ain't what I saw against the Phoenix Suns a few years ago, but all right. Yeah, but they yeah. fell apart. And where, where are the Phoenix Suns now? Where the Phoenix Suns? What's the guarantee What's the guarantee they're not going to fall apart now? But we're not thinking about them falling apart. We're not thinking about Listen, it. Listen, AD might not be on the injury report, but let me just put this out there. He's day-to-day. You just don't know. Yeah, he's on any given day, AD can fall out of bed. That's and then LeBron up. James down there 40 years old. Yeah, yeah but he's Come still on, cooking. Bro. He dropped the triple-double last 89 night. 89 points from passing What do you think of the Sean Payton news? Yeesh. What do you think the Sean Payton news? They had to do it, right? I mean, the, the Walton Penner group had to take a big swing. It looked awful this year. Awful. They had the worst offense in the NFL. The goal of the offense is to score points, and they were dead last. Now, I I will say this. Sean should be able to come in and get the most out of Russell Wilson. We don't know what that is going to look like, but when listening to the Broncos brass talk about why they went down this road, it's clear that they wanted somebody not to just come in and focus on the X's and O's, but somebody to come in and change the culture. So 100%. some of the grumblings that we heard, some of the reports that we heard about Russ relating to teammates, all of that stuff, by them prioritizing that, that tells me that was real. So that's you better call th- the royal family, that, that, let that, them know he won't be over there. The, that's the thing that Sean Payton <laughs> is going to come in and do. Make sure that everybody is accountable for their job. I, I was with him in Dallas. He was the offensive coordinator when I was drafted in 2005. Key has a relationship with him. He knows the kind of dude that Sean Payton is. He's a Bill Parcells disciple, which means he's no nonsense. He can identify talent. He puts guys in positions to do what they do well, avoid putting them in spots where they can get exposed. So I like the hire, but just think about what they gave up in order to put this head coach quarterback combo together. Sean Payton doesn't care if you're the king of England <laughs> or his friend. That's it. There will be no nonsense. Chris Why are can't talk like that. Former Giants defensive end, Super himself, Bowl G. champion. That's, that's right. To, I just was know, wondering what's going to happen if, if to, to Russ may him. have to cancel some plans with the Royals. That's what I'm hearing. Russ going to have to give up that office too, though. Yeah, <laughs> that office was <laughs> gave up saying. yesterday. Yeah, let me let me tell you. Let me tell you. Don't even have it Let anymore. me tell you how this going to go. <laughs> I saw the moving people wait, cleaning it out. Wait, yeah. no more trips to London. You that's can what go I'm to saying. London. You can get on your downtime. Yeah, I got that. I tell you what, if Russ don't cook in the next two years, he can spend as much time in London as he wants to. Exactly. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. You brought it up uh, earlier in the show, to start the show, really. It's Black History Month, first day today. February is Black History Month, of course. Um, all month. And by the way, this is the first Super Bowl we're going to be going into where two black quarterbacks have faced each other. And anyone out there going, so what? Probably, what, 50 white quarterbacks have faced each other in a league that's 75% so black? So that means that the odds against that happening, if things were fair, 
would be something like one out of 100, maybe like a 1% chance of that happening. So obviously things are not fair or haven't been. Doug Williams is going to join us tomorrow. <clears throat> Dougie, Dougie! Um, traffic stop with fatal consequences occurred on January 7th at about 8.30 p.m. Officers pulled over a vehicle for suspected reckless driving, according to statements from Memphis police. A confrontation occurred between officers and the vehicle's driver, later identified as Tyree Nichols, who then fled on foot, according to Memphis police. Officers apprehended him, and another confrontation occurred, that's a quote, resulting in Nichols' arrest, police said. Um, A lot of reporting, by the way, comes from what the police tell them. An ambulance was called to the scene of the arrest after Nichols complained of shortness of breath, police said, and he was transported to a nearby hospital in critical condition. On January 10th, three days after the stop, Tennessee Bureau of Investigations announced Tyree Nichols had died due to injuries sustained in the, quote, use of force incident with the officers, according to the statement. On January 20th, officers were named and fired. On January 26th, the officers were charged. Jay, I know and mm-hmm. you have uh, you, you you wanted to talk about this and have some stuff to say. Yeah, well, um, first off, it's um, another sad day. We have a lot of these days. Um, and the fact that these were black officers is a even more hurtful situation. But there... Uh, we only have so much time to talk about this. And, and frankly, I, I am not one of those people that subscribe to the notion that when you hear us talk about us, how we talk about us is very important, Max. And Key, you and I, each and every day, we come on this air. It's Black History Month. There's a representation nature that we try to bring to the table about who we are, where we come from, how we're a lot of different meanings of who we are as a people that there's a weight that you carry when you open your mouth, you talk to people, millions of people about what representation means for us. Right. And I know yesterday we had a conference call about it and there are people that feel that I shouldn't make mention of people by names. But once again, like I'm not a believer in that, you know, any PR is good PR. I'm not, um, I'm a believer in calling out BS and I'm a believer in stating who the BS is intended for. So you know, when I see Jason Whitlock go on TV and talk about and single out single black mothers key being one of the reasons for this type of behavior from black officers, I lose my damn mind. So take, and so I wasn't on the call yesterday because I was napping from from, you know, taking care of business yesterday. So bring me up to, and, you know, I don't follow certain people on on media stuff I just don't so bring me up to speed so I have a clear understanding of what was said cuz I grew up in a single yes I know that's why household. I want to talk to you about it so I, I just want to hear what this particular person said so pretty much and I'm finding the exact quote um it was uh, just very disappointing to hear pretty much what Jason said about the fact that a lot of this reaction from these black officers stimulated from 
single black moms and the type of behavior about single black moms, even governing cities, talking about mayors, things. He kind of drew the conclusion into politics, and that was one of the reasons mm-hmm. for this type of behavior to From exist. the officers. From the officers. Is that they grew up in a single parent home raised by black mothers. Yes. So, so all five officers were raised by mom and mom only is what he alluded to, I'm assuming. Essentially was used as a scapegoat. Single black mothers was, was used as a scapegoat. And I just, I want to... One of the reasons that you're especially appalled by that, that so often when these encounters occur and we talk about police brutality or at least police interact, law enforcement interactions with populations of color, that the officers are white. And now here's an instance where the officers are, are black and... And so now the focus on the police goes back to some kind of perceived <clears throat> systemic problem in in, in black culture. Is I, that I wanna, the thing that's galling? Yes, Max. And I just want to read the exact quote. Everybody involved in this on-street level was either 24 to 32 years old. Everybody. It was a group of young black men, five on one, looked like gang violence to me, he began. It looked like what young black men do when they're supervised by a single black woman. But that's just... But first of all, man, that's that's stupid for him to say, and it makes zero sense. sense. It, but but also, I know who the individual is, and I know what the individual is trying to do. Okay, and it, and this individual has been doing this for quite some time. I don't put any any credence into what he says. Like he just, I don't even pay that no attention. I was raised by my mom. She raised six kids by herself. You know, I'm, I'm doing pretty damn good. I mean, I, I think I graduated from college. Mm-hmm. The University of Southern California, one of the top institutions in the world. So I can't I, I subscribe can't to such conversation behavior by somebody like this. I can't it, I, like, I to get up and miss spirit, me it's, with him. It's irresponsible. He doesn't care, Jason. Yeah, but I care. Yeah, he doesn't care. And he we care. care. And, and my thing is... Yeah, like, but, I, but, but your mother and your father have taught you, don't pay attention to foolishness. Yes. I, I, He's I, a foolish I, I, person. Agree, agree, Key. But here's here's the problem, though. And, you know, and Max, it, just be real about it. You know, when we had the conversation yesterday, like, Jay, if you make mention of the name, then you give that person that energy and gives them clicks and it gives them what they actually want and, and me i think the complete opposite way i think no i am going to denounce when i see bs things happen oh yeah i don't mind i'm going that. to denounce because that's not that. the reality no, jason was that. using and it was getting anecdotal it wasn't any real research he was he was Max, he was and, and now you key are countering that with your own anecdotal um Evidence about Man. your own experience. Max, he's got to look at himself in the mirror and wake up every single day. Dog. And I'm glad, Sierra, I'm glad you addressed it. And more people need to address it so we can set a different narrative but about what people that will continue to work with him. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.